T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cajun Cannon Bobby Bear, And on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text line, uh, you hear him, color analyst uh, for the New Orleans Saints and also for college football, Deuce McAllister. Deuce, uh, thank you for joining us uh, this afternoon. Deuce, this deal seemed to be, I know you and I talked about it, about what you were going to get for Sean. Yeah, and, and, and Deuce, wouldn't you say it's a win-win for both uh, Sean Payton and the Saints? Some people may think that. Others don't think that. Others thought that you should get about four more picks and you shouldn't have traded a third <laughs> next year. Uh, I mean, but some, some some people aren't living in reality either. I mean, uh, that, that, that's kind of the, the issue that you have. Uh, there were not nine other teams lined up to sign Sean Payton right now. You knew that there was a market, but two teams kind of had moved on already. So you were probably dealing with the other team, and that being Arizona. Um, and, you know, you don't know if they met the uh, wants of, of, of Coach Payton uh, from a financial as well as a control standpoint. So were they even really seriously in it at that point? And I think that's where, you know, just having an opportunity to, hey, look, let's get something done now so it's not continuing to linger on. I think that they did a pretty good job of, of getting a pretty good pretty good package. Well, uh, Deuce, I look at uh, – now, I'm looking at it from a Sean Payton perspective and that it's not his first rodeo, so to speak, uh, that he would much rather coach Russell Wilson to Kyler Murray. Oh, well, Russell Wilson, he's older, and look what he did with Denver this year. But Kyler Murray, I mean, you want to talk about a volatile uh, personality-type quarterback. I played with uh, Jeff George and June Jones. Jeff George could throw the ball as well as a Dan Marino or John Elway, but then he wanted to fight the coach. I'm looking at Kyler Murray and uh, what occurred on the Cardinals' uh, sideline this past season. If I'm Sean Payton, why would I want to put up with that? I think it's a better situation considering how Drew Brees and uh, Sean Payton, how they worked out with the Saints, that you'd have the same situation possibly uh, with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson in Denver. I know he'd probably prefer the veteran quarterback, uh, you know, when, when, when going into it. I mean, just because you want to look at, hey, look, how well will this guy prepare? How well will this guy be committed? Uh, he kind of knows that 
and, and, and Russell. Another thing is he's had numerous conversations with him by being able to coach him at the different Pro Bowls. Not to say that he doesn't have at least some type of relationship with Kyler Murray, but I just think from a quarterback perspective, he probably felt a little bit more comfortable with Russell Wilson. Now there's some things that they both agree on that they, they probably got to get fixed. You know, from a mechanical standpoint, Russell has to play obviously a lot better. But, you know, from an offensive system-wise, it won't be a Drew Brees system what he implements out in Denver. He is going to craft that offense to fit what Russell likes to do. I mean, and Bobby, you know this, the last three or four years, how many times did you see all go special being run by the Saints? You know, you, you, you didn't see it. That was a staple play uh, for Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints early in, you know, the Sean Payton era just because, hey, look, we're going to spread teams out. Drew at 15, 17, it's going to either be a big back shoulder or it's going to be a, a, a ball to Jimmy Graham down the scene. And so he's going he's gonna to play to the strengths of the quarterbacks. We, we kind of know that. Well, and, you know, Deuce, when you look at it, uh, I think Russell Wilson, he's not that old. I still think it's flexibility to get out of the pocket and, uh, you know, to break containment. And then you look at the reads, the progressions that come about with that. I'm not saying that Russell Wilson can't uh, be strictly or sometimes uh, be in the pocket, but you got you have to utilize his skill set as far as bootlegs and, and all that. And Sean knows that. I mean, uh, Deuce, we all know that that uh, you got to play to a player's strengths and uh, Russell Wilson, and I think Sean Payton knows that. And the bottom line, though, is uh, Sean Payton knows that Russell Wilson has to work out all the money they have invested in him. Well, and that's why he wants to make it right. That's why he is going to, from a system standpoint, he is going to you know cater that offense to fit to Russell's strengths. I mean, they've got some other weapons offensively. I mean, but, you know, he's going to cater that offense to fit to Russell's strengths and make that offense work because we both can agree defensively they've got a pretty good unit. Whether he's right. able to land his D.C. that he, he won't, you know, it looks like that uh, uh, Vic Fangio has some, some, some opportunity. I know it's been reported that uh, with the, Dolphins. Uh, the deal was done with the Dolphins, but I don't think so. You know, <laughs> you, you kind of look at uh, maybe, maybe – uh, San Francisco kind of working in the uh, in the weeds over there, and then and know, then with if, Wilkes if, if also Sean can get him paid. If Sean can get him paid, then that may be an option for him as well. So uh, we'll do, we'll just have to wait and see. Deuce, I think one of the things for the Saints and it's it's critical is that you got to hit on draft picks. Uh, the two you're going to get for Sean, but all across the board because in the salary cap situation that you're in. Uh, to bring in as many young players, talented players, it offsets what you have because you 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 got dead money, you got money pushed around uh, for future. Man, the draft becomes so much more important to this team. I look at the Chiefs; they got two seventh round picks starting for them. Well, uh, because you, because you don't have to pay them. It, 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 yes, it's football minimum yeah, wage. I mean, yeah. You, 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 don't, you don't have to pay him, but, Mike, I agree. I mean, but you go back – I mean, so we're, we're saying last year the players that you drafted you didn't hit on? I mean, think think about that. Alante Taylor, uh, I thought you did pretty good there. Oh, Chris no, Alante, no, but we hit on him. On Alante, but, yeah. but to me, I think it's so important now uh, because of the fact of what you got in future contracts and in dead money – that draft becomes, this draft, I should say, becomes so important 
because of the fact you got a hit on it to get yourself a, another layer here that you can build upon because you don't have to pay them. It's football well, minimum wage. Well, 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 and no, Deuce, I, 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 I agree with that. I mean, I think I think we all are in agreement with that. And uh, you know, even even looking at it, you know, that that, that pick being pick number twenty ninth or pick number thirtieth, uh, you know, obviously the Dolphins don't have a first rounder this year. So, however you want to structure it and layer it or whatever. Uh, Right now, as it sits today, you know, I know the, the, the thought of is quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. What quarterback are you going to get that comes in and plays immediately at that position? So you maybe going to get it. Uh, so maybe a hooker from Tennessee. But, but he's he, not going to be immediate. No, he's dealing with a, a knee injury. He's not immediate. I mean, and so. Andy Dalton still the man. When you look at it, when, 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 I think when you look at it, I think when you look at it, they try to solve some of the quarterback issue via free agency. They try to solve some of the quarterback issue via free agency. Now, is that the long term? Eh, we'll kind of wait and see. But I think it gives you options at twenty nine. Now, this would take Mickey doing something that he hadn't done uh, probably in a long, 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 long time is trading back with that pick. I mean, because some team may be in need of, you got to remember that fifth year option as a first. That's rounder, the that's important point. Right, right, yeah. Even, even, even at 29, you get the fifth year option for a player. If the saints can pick up, whether it's an extra two this year, maybe a, a, a third rounder or a two and three, a two this year, maybe a three next year. If you can pick up an extra pick this year, Plus, possibly next year for 29, I think that's something that you have to look at. I mean, I think that's just something that you have to be able to look at, particularly if I've got a pod of players that, hey, look, I slide back maybe seven seven spots, maybe eight spots, and I can still get a guy that can come in and contribute immediately for me. And some team wants to pick up that fifth-year option by picking up pick 29. I think that's something that you have to look at it because I do agree with you, Mike. Now, not only do I have another player on a rookie contract, I'm at a pick for this year yep. and possibly next year by being able to move back just a little bit. And I mean, we, we, we know what the cap is, and you can listen to what Mickey Mickey's telling you what he's got to do or he's going to do, whether that's this year or next year. He's going to clean up the cap. I mean, we, we, we know that. You kind of need draft picks to be able to do that, though. Now, uh, Deuce, with that being said, uh, are you comfortable – with uh, Andy Dalton being the quarterback next season, kind of a bridge guy, whoever's the future guy, or do you think there's a possibility? I mean, I'm like, why would you trade with the Raiders? Hell no, you got to pay Derek Carr too much money. And so let the Raiders cut him, and then maybe you, you, you uh, negotiate with Derek Carr, and then you got Jimmy G, but. Um, what, Bobby, you don't have to trade. I mean, people are talking about trade. Why trade? No, no, he has you're not going to no trade. trade clause. But, right, you're not going to trade. He has but, a but, no trade clause. Uh, you don't have to trade. But no, but you don't oh, have okay. To trade. He okay. can reject. Bobby, okay. right. he can reject any trade that he doesn't like. You think that his agent had spoke to Mickey? Yes. Come on, man. Yes. I, exactly. I would. I would you reject know, every trade and say, you know what, it didn't work out. Uh, and then I'm free agent. Right, right, I'm a free right. agent. So the yeah. que- the question you I have to, you don't hey. have to trade for him. That's the thing. So you know, the que- somebody well, saying, well, such and such is going to give a first rounder, and 
If no, he no, doesn't accept the trade, if he doesn't want to go there, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It okay, doesn't so matter. the question even I have, would you be willing? with his contract, Bobby. Would you be willing? his contract being what it is, it's technically only a two-year deal. Yes. It's okay. technically the guaranteed okay. money. I'm going to put you on the spot, dude. 40-something million. I'm going to put you on the spot. Would you be willing after all of a sudden – that you don't have to, you're not obligated to the Derek Carr contract. Would you be willing to pay Derek Carr, negotiate with him, and to be the Saints quarterback next season over Andy Dalton? Would I be willing? Is that my only opportunity? Do I feel like that I can? Uh, or or, or Jimmy G, or, or Jimmy Garoppolo, whoever it might be, some other veteran besides Andy Dalton. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know if I have to do it. Um, those are options. Both of those are options. Both of those are going to be on the table. All, I mean, there's going to be some other options that are on the table. And so I think for them, well, what are the options? Do they know damn other options? Doing. What are the options? What other veterans? They know that Aaron Rodgers. We hell hell no, that ain't happening. Or Tom Brady. I, I, that's come a on. trade. I, I I didn't say that you had to trade. There there will be some like Tom Brady. players that come available. Tom Brady. There no, were no, other, no. I, I, no. I never said Tom Brady. No, I said other no players. I, I think mean, Derek so, Carr, so Jimmy G, started? anybody else. Who started today? Who uh, you started today? Okay, I think it's either Derek Carr or Jimmy G. Who did you start today? No, but I'm telling, you start today? I'm telling you right now uh, uh, that if you look at Andy Dalton, now that would be a situation that Jimmy G or uh, Derek Carr, yes, you have to address that. But when you look who's truly out there, a better option than Andy Dalton. There ain't too many out there. And then you might have to go the draft route. And I don't know uh, the Tennessee quarterback. Uh, if you think he's the future and you util- utilize a late first-round pick for him, I don't know if that's going to work out. But uh, listen, we have to wait and see. I'm telling you, the Saints next year, I can tell you what's happening, Deuce. It's going to be the same song and dance. We're not going to be bad, but we're not going to be good. We're going to be middle of the pack. We might make the playoffs. Uh, and I, I, I'm keeping it real. I, I think we're not going to crash and burn, but we're not going to do anything. We might make the playoffs. We're not winning anything. I don't know what the future beholds this next decade, but next year. So what did you What did you have them doing this year? I keep Andy Dalton and be the bridge guy <laughs> for the future. I'm talking about this past year. Going into the year, this past year, what did you have them doing? I ha- I had the same a- thing that you're talking right now. No, you I- had them doing the same thing I- that you I- had them to- you talking right now. You didn't have them winning the Super Bowl. No, I did not. I-, I I had them. Well, being- so, so what's different from next year then? No, what that's is it next year. They're gonna be the same. They're gonna be the same song and dance. They're not gonna be irrelevant. So whether you win when- eight games or whether you win eleven. Is that good enough to win a Super Bowl? No, hell no, hell no. The Saints ain't winning no damn Super Bowl. If you were saying this past off season that they were, were good enough to win eleven, and they only I never said oh I do I I never said eleven games. I I said so you said ten ten I said okay okay and look at the games they freaking catch the football instead of seven ten they would be ten and seven we can look it up it's real easy to do okay yes yes did you say ten okay oh you look at Chris Olave supposed to be all world and all that how about he freaking catch the ball he's like very good he ain't no Michael Thomas or Marquez goes did you no 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 did you say I said I said ten wins I said ten and seven okay I said worst difference. 
difference. Worst case scenario, nine difference? and eight. I say worst case scenario, What's nine and eight. Difference? So seven and ten and nine and seven. I mean, uh, ten and seven, they're going to be the same team. They're going to be the same team next year. They ain't winning nothing. They ain't winning. No, they could be a winning team. Guess what? And, and you give be the fans hope. the teams just like them then. Yes, yes. Yeah, plenty of them and, like no, that, listen, too. We're going to be in the middle. There's going to be we, we are, teams just like them. Because we're gonna, one team going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to be in the middle of the pack, but we're not going to be too bad, and There's we're not going to be, be too good. There's going to be 31 other teams just like them. And to me, in the NFC, unless there's injuries, the Eagles and the 49ers yes, are still clear-cut better than anybody oh, else. It ain't even it close. It ain't even close. It ain't even close. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Andy Dalton will be the bridge guy. And then uh, maybe we uh, suck uh, worse than I think, and then we get Caleb Williams or something. Bob, you really have to suck. No, I mean, no, you so, talk about so a complete you, tank. So you give, you giving me you giving me twenty nine other teams just like them, then right? Yeah. Well, all I know you is Caleb. Other teams hey, all I know, right, all, I know like all, all I know, all I know is they not gonna win the Super Bowl. Is what you telling me? Well, that, and all I know right? is Caleb, uh, Mickey Loomis got to work his magic and get Caleb Williams. Uh, that that's like Pat Mahomes. Bob, you can get off of that one, then. Bob, Big bro, you can get off of that one. You you'd have to completely uh, tank uh, okay, to get wait, killed. Wait, I'm just uh, telling okay, you, you'd have to. Who that nation yeah, ain't yeah, winning? Good, good, good luck with that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, who that, that nation ain't winning nothing? <laughs> Thank uh, you, dudes. Uh, no, we ain't we ain't we ain't losing, but we ain't winning. We kind of middle of the pack. Uh, like you, ho hum. Who wants to be ho hum? Just like you, then, Bobby. Yeah, ho hum. One other team, just like you. Yeah, we ho hum. Dude, yeah, thanks so much. We'll, we'll get you back tomorrow <laughs> to continue this uh, uh, ping pong. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. All right, fellas. All right. That was Deuce McAllister. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike, to tell you, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Abel, I want to thank Deuce for 
uh, jumping on quickly uh, once the Sean Payton news hit. Uh, and we're going to have Mike Hoss on at 4.30 tomorrow afternoon also to give his perspective. Sean Payton trade. On our Oakland Hard Jula Talk and Text line, we're going to go to Mobile, Alabama. Jeff Nowak uh, with us here at WWL Odyssey Sports. And Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. Jeff, before we get into it, I'm going to throw it right off the bat. Your thoughts <laughs> on uh, the uh, Sean Payton trade. And to be honest, you and I have kind of spoke about it. I think this is about what you were going to get out of this deal. Yeah, this is, did anything happen today? That's weird. Um, yeah, I had all these, I had these great laid plans, and then all of a sudden, everything, everything went to hell. But, like a poof. Um, yeah. So <laughs> one, the thing that really strikes me about this is not necessarily how much they got, not that it was the Broncos. It's how quickly it came together from you know maybe kind of in like first gear, second gear. All of a sudden, you're you're screaming eighty miles down the highway. We know exactly what the the compensation is, and to me, I think this was the Broncos kind of tilting in that they had missed on so many targets. And all of a sudden it was like, well, what are we going to do? And then the Saints were like, okay, hit the button, hit the button, hit the button. Because, you know, you see they wanted Harbaugh. I take Harbaugh. You right. put them all in the lie detector machine. I think Jim was their number one guy. And then he wanted yeah, to that, stay in Michigan, uh, whatever. Yeah. And I think the, the Broncos found themselves in a situation where they struck out so many times. They're like, okay, we don't have a choice. We have to go for this. And the Saints were like, okay, let's do it. Because the question you would ask is, why didn't the Saints kind of leverage their position here and say, okay, we'll wait out the Cardinals. Maybe we can squeeze a little more out of Denver. But I think this, you've watched the Broncos kind of you know, vacillate over and over again over what they're going to do. It's like, okay, we just want to take advantage of this while it's on the table before they get cold feet again. And I think that's what you saw. And for the Saints, I, I mean, I was – there was a point last week that I was convinced Sean was going to go back to television. Um, it was around the time that the Broncos were kind of targeting D'Amico Ryans, and it seemed like that might have been a target for them. And then all of a sudden we're here today. And if you're the Saints, this is like found money, in my opinion. I think you had to be operating under the assumption that you might not get anything. And now all of a sudden – you have the number 29 pick. Obviously, it's technically 30, but it's 29 because of Miami. And the irony is the reason it's 29 is because Miami was tampering with Sean right. uh, trying well, to get him. Um, but, yeah, I think this is a win for the Saints. Well, no uh, Jeff, you might disagree with me here, uh, but I think, um, and I know Sean Payton going way back uh, to 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, even I was here in the year before Katrina, but when Sean came on board and then Drew Brees, a veteran quarterback, and you look at it now, Drew Brees didn't win a Super Bowl, but uh, he's now getting to coach Russell Wilson. It's not like right. Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl 10 years ago. Uh, that, that wasn't that far-fetched. Uh, uh, he wouldn't have got the contract he got with Denver. I think Sean Payton would rather coach a guy, if you're going to have your cake and eat it too, a guy like Russell Wilson versus Kyler Murray. Who, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you look at Kyler Murray – uh, that situation reminds me when I was on a team with Jeff George and June Jones. With Jeff George, he's like chewing out the head coach. You go, when Kyler Murray uh, was doing that on the sidelines, uh, uh, Sean Payton wouldn't take to that. So I just think it's a better situation for Sean and Denver than even Arizona. I think there are less questions with Russ, right? Like you know that Russ has the ability to be a championship caliber quarterback. With Kyler, I think the – Physical traits are there. There is obviously the height questions, but I don't know. If, I think there are there are mental makeup questions that you don't have the answer for right now, and you need to see him prove 
what he can do from a team leadership perspective, that if you're a coach going in and saying, well, I'm going to, I'm going to tie my kite to this guy and see if it flies. That's a much tougher question than, okay, can I figure out what happened to Russ this year and fix it? And if anyone, any head coach in the NFL should feel like they can do that, it's Sean. So yeah, I think from a comfortability perspective and the, the, and the ability to take a team that did not win this year and make it into a consistent winner, it's a much clearer road than you would have in Arizona, than you would have in Carolina, than you'd have in Houston. So uh, to me, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, well, when you look at every year, uh, it's amazing uh, that teams made the playoffs and teams who didn't make the playoffs who all of a sudden are in the postseason next year. Five uh, to six every year. Five to six every year. So right. why couldn't Denver be one of those teams? Sean knows all that. He knows those numbers. And now, Jeff, I'm looking at the Senior Bowl, how would you look at talking about senior bowl? Now? Yeah, yeah. So you look at the local flavor, you got LSU Tulane, <laughs> you got Jay Ward and uh you know, defensive back, and you got defensive lineman Ollie Gay, then linebacker mm-hmm. Dorian Williams, then Tajay Spears. That's always attractive to the Saints considering uh the running back position. And I always bragged about Tajay Spears. I'm looking at okay. I'm old school, whether it's Earl Campbell, Jim Brown, O.J. Simpson, going way back. I mean, do you average 100 yards rushing a game? Okay, I'm looking at Tajay Spears, 1,581 yards rushing, 19 touchdowns, and he had 201 yards rushing, four touchdowns against Southern Cal in the Cotton Bowl. So uh, I'm looking at that. Uh, That's over 100 yards a game. That's why when I even look at, like, Okay, uh, Jeff, uh, you might be too young and you don't recognize this. That's why when look at Chris Olave or, oh, they're 1,000-yard receiver, they're 1,000-yard rusher. Well, hell yeah, they're playing 17 games. To me, when you look at like a stud or unbelievable player that if you're averaging 15, 16, 1,700 yards and you're playing 17 games, that's a great achievement because defensive game plans – or going against you. Just because you break the 1,000-yard mark, I don't know if that means any difference. But Tajay Spears, what he did at Tulane, teams knew they had to stop Tajay Spears, and they didn't do it. Game after game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's funny because Tulane, obviously, they don't put a ton of players into the NFL, but they do have a pretty good track record of putting really good quality running backs into the NFL. Obviously, Matt Forte, if you want to go back that far. Right. Noel DeMoore. Really solid player. Um, I think Rob Kelly was Rob Kelly. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't sure remember. was. Um, he was I, with Washington. Right. And so, you know, when you look at Tajay and I, what I was impressing him out there was you don't really see a lot of holes in his game. You know, I don't think he put up a ton of receiving yards with Tulane. It's more of their system than anything else, but he's a very good pass catch when given the opportunities. And I think when I talked to him today, that was kind of what he wanted to come out here and show is that like, he is not a, you know, one-off running back. He can do, a lot of different things. He can pass protect. He can get out and catch the ball. He made a lot of really big plays today in the team drills. I think that he's a guy, I don't know what his draft stock is going to be at the end of the day. I would expect him to be mid rounds. No, it's going to be harder than that, Jeff. I I think he's going to end up being probably for me, it'll be end up with a second round pick grade, but probably slipping into the third round because the devaluation uh, of the, the running back position. 
Well, even like Kenneth Walker was a third-round pick yeah. this past season. So that's just kind of where you can find yeah. quality running backs. And that's what's driven me nuts about the Saints over the last several years is there's a lot of running backs there to be found in the mid-rounds, but they just don't they don't draft a lot of running backs, right? Like you went four years in a row where you drafted um, you drafted Boston Scott, you drafted Alvin Kamara, you drafted oh, – I'm, I'm blanking on their names – but you drafted two seventh-round running backs that, obviously, you're drafting a guy in the seventh round you were not anticipating. Oh, they had the free agent from uh, from Baylor. What was his name? Uh, yeah, Maude. Uh, 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 Smith. Uh, Abram Smith. Abram yeah, Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abram and, Smith. And they, well, we may be counting on him as a dark horse. And you're right. It, it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. It didn't work there. That's where I just don't think the Saints have made those swings in the mid-rounds that I would like to see them with. With picks that a lot of times, you know, you're not keeping around. A lot of times you're cutting them and put on the practice squad anyway. And so and you're in position to, to take a swing at a guy like a Kenneth Walker, right? But you just don't do it. And then you find yourself relying on 32-year-old Mark Ingram and no no shade on Mark Ingram. It's just yep. at that point in his career, he is not the upside type guy you'd like to have behind an Alvin Kamara. So yeah, no, no, it, that changes. It's a being an old man, um, and you know, with Mark Ingram. Uh, the one thing, let me tell you about Mark Ingram last uh, running backs, you know, they, 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 if any agent or any coach could tell him, listen, we all know you can run and can mm-hmm. you catch the ball on the backfield, but can you freaking pass block? <laughs> oh, okay, they blitz it because you're like alignment, whether it's a tight end or whatever. You got to be able to be if you can block. But Mike, if you, you a stud back, how many times are they, are they asking you to pass protect? But no, but, but you better do it in the NFL. If you can't pass protect, you can last double. You can last ten <laughs> I, seasons. I, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. I know Deuce was telling me the story when he came out. You know, one of the things he had to work on because he just hadn't asked to do it. Was pass protect. Pass protection. Come on, yeah. you running the ball, you catching it. They're not asking you to protect the when quarterback. They're, when a lot. they're blitzing, okay, you might be one on one, one thousand one, one thousand two. I'm not saying you got to be like a guard or a tackle, whatever, but you got to slow them down. You can't whiff. So uh, <laughs> okay, either so, that or you get you get your zillion dollar quarterback. No, uh, look at the 49ers. The, they have ooh. a damn tight end of uh, blocking a sign <laughs> Reddick, and then all of a sudden, oh my show. His shoulder, he got after surgery. Now, Jeff, I well, wanted to ask you this. Uh, what about uh, you look at other Louisiana ties, and obviously we always pay attention to this. Uh, Nebraska wide receiver Trey Palmer, he went to Kentwood uh-huh. uh, High School. Then you look at uh, uh, LSU, and then uh, TCU uh, wide receiver uh, Darius Davis, West Feliciana, Virginia wide receiver uh, Don uh, Tavion Wicks. Plagman High School, and then obviously we talked about him, I think, before. Florida offensive lineman Osiris Torrance from St. Helena went from UL to Florida. Have you witnessed any of those guys, or are you going to look at them tomorrow? Bob must have looked at my text message I yeah, sent you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he did get several of them. Uh, yeah, so, so Trey, Trey's interesting. Trey is a guy who, you know, he's got all the speed in the world. It's just a yeah. question of whether he can use his hands the right way. Correct. He looks good out there today. Um, and he was very productive at Nebraska. I was surprised that when I looked up his numbers, I didn't expect to see 70 catches, 1,000 yep. yards, based on what I remember from LSU. But I think he did – he was able to showcase a lot with Nebraska that he was never able to with LSU. And I think he has come a long way in that regard. And I think there, there is a role for him on an NFL roster if he can sh- you know, show that kind of developmental ability – and because with speed like that, you're always going to have people looking at you as, a, okay, maybe you can be a return ace and kind of work your way onto the team. So I think he did, he did a good job today. I didn't 
get a good look at the other wide receivers you mentioned, but there were a few that, that popped. Um, let's see, I wrote them down, but my notes are a mess. Um, let's see if I can get back to that. But Now, now Jeff, was it just like uh, players in general, not necessarily local, but just because that always catches my attention. You know, when you're in an all-star game, whether it be like Senior Bowl or like East West, whatever. Right. I mean, then all of a sudden you see some player, but who's that cat? I yeah, mean, and, and you can't miss o- Osiris, and you can't miss Dewan yeah. Jones, the tackle from Ohio State. Those two yeah. guys could like block out the sun. Jeff, I know we kind of short on yeah. time, but tomorrow I want you to watch Clayton Toon. I told you a little bit about it, the quarterback from yep. Houston, because. Bobby, you got a connection with oh, Clayton no, no, too. Hey, hey, no, listen, uh, unbelievable. My He's niece, like six degrees of separation with everybody. My nieces love quarterbacks. I got one niece that is getting married in April to Miles Brennan, Aaron. And then I have another niece that is uh, dating or going out with uh, Clayton June, the quarterback of the University of Houston. So I, I I don't know. My niece has been around me, so they know about quarterbacks. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Yeah, I was going to say. I thought maybe that might have scared them <laughs> yeah. off a little bit. I, I, I don't know, but but, yeah, but yeah, watch Clayton. Bobby. But watch Clayton June at Houston. Uh, he played for the Houston Cougars. They won the Independence Bowl to see what he does. Yeah, man, and UL had him too. Yes, man, yes. they had him in that cold weather, and they got him. Man, they got him at the end. Uh, Jeff, thanks so much. Um, We'll talk to you tomorrow about some of the specific players and uh, certainly some of the guys local. We talked about Trey and certainly Osiris and some of the LSU and Tulane players and Dorian, uh, who I've, I've heard in some of the interviews, Dorian really, really uh, was impressive. He came in as a 190-pound guy wow. to Tulane. Whoa. And look at him today. He ain't no 190 pounds he's anymore. A th- he's a thumper. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate All right, it, Jeff. buddy. All right, Carl. All right, Peace. guys. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're going to go back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line. We're going to take Jared in Algiers. Jared, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Well, thank you all for taking my call. I think the most important man in the building right now is Jeff Ireland and his uh, his staff. They're the ones who, who will, you know, determine uh, for the most part the draft picks. Those are brilliant guys. Yep. We got to look for They are brilliant guys. They discovered Ryan Ramchek when we didn't know who he was. They discovered uh, Michael Thomas. Nobody knew who he was. Now, I have a problem with drafting a quarterback in the first round because they, they have this millennial mind. That's what I call it, millennial mind. We don't know if they focused on the game, video games. We don't know their maturity, their heart. And really and truthfully, you can't tell their talent until they get on the field. There was only one draft with Ty Blackledge and and uh, Dan Marino and that crew. 
you can get it's so easy to whiff on a quarterback. I would rather at this point in time, I would rather stay with Andy because he improved when he was named the starter. I know what I got. Now I'm going to build the rest of my team. But the most important people right now in that building is Jeff Ireland. We have to remind, we have to remember that when uh, Mickey and Sean was making the picks, they were pretty much a disaster. Then Jeff Ireland comes in, and he he uh, he wipes the board clean, and yeah. we have picks that stick around. So whoa, 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 Jeff- whoa, 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 whoa. okay, Jared, uh, slow your roll, stay right there. Okay, right. Uh, within the Saints organization. Where they'd be Sean Payton, Mickey Loomis, Jeff Harlan. Who's gonna claim Cesar Ruiz or Peyton Turner? Okay, who's gonna claim oh, yeah, yeah. what we gave up for Marcus Davenport? Okay, now you talk yeah. about you talk about Ryan Ramchek. That's uh that's a home run. That is a Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, home uh, run. A uh, home run. So you know it's like give and take. So when you you're not going to hit on all those uh, picks, I'm so, telling you. So wait, so wait, so uh, Mike, who wants to claim the guys that are still suspect and you don't know? Now, Caesar Ruiz might eventually work out, but I know he ain't no damn freaking Jari Evans or Carl Nix. Ain't no freaking way. E- even uh, okay, who's the? I think he's he's a good. He's a solid center from Texas A&M. Yeah, Eric McCoy is okay, a good Eric player. Okay, Eric McCoy. He's a good player. But he ain't no freaking Max Unger. No, no. Uh, We've uh, never uh, seen another uh, Max Unger uh, uh, with the Saints. Uh, uh, never. Uh, uh, okay. He's the okay. best that's ever so that, played center for saying. the Saints. To me, after Teron Armstead, the best lineman that every NFL team would want would be uh, uh, the, the right tackle, Ryan Ramchick. It would not, it'd be nobody else. Teron Armstead went to the Dolphins. Now, is he healthy or not healthy? The, the, the lineman that every team would want that's playing with the Saints would be Ryan Ramchick. I that, that I agree upon. It ain't, it ain't and we don't. And, and it's it ain't freaking Andrews and, Pete and, and, and Trevor on. Penning. The the jury's still no, out. And, uh, Trevor Penning. Trevor Penning. The what? jury's oh, still my, out. But my, the injury thing. Man, that that sort of brings no, the flag up I a little high. I think Trevor Penning has a big heart, and he and, wants and, to play, and he wants to and play. He's a good he, run blocker, and he wants to work out. Now, with this day in the NFL, you got to be able to run block and pass block. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to work and out. stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. And so he's had difficulties and, 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 in year one. And, and Mike, as we go on a break, look, last year the Saints used three of their uh, five draft selections on players who participated in the Senior Bowl. So you look at Trevor Penning, Alante Taylor, DeMarco Jackson. They all uh, they all were uh, senior bowl players. Yep. So that's why the senior bowl is important for the Saints' future. We'll be back with more Sports Talk on the Big 870 right after this break. We're finishing up here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. I'm going to throw it to Charlie Long who did a little research on the uh, – we can't go through everything, but the – Maybe the last five years of the uh, 29th overall pick in the draft. Yeah, credit to Steve Geller for sending this to me. Looking at these picks for the last 23 years, they haven't been very good. But for the last five, we'll go through them. Cole Strange, the guard for the Patriots, was last year. Two years ago, Eric Stotes, DB for the Packers. Three years ago, Isaiah Wilson, the tackle for the Titans. That totally even in the league, no Bottomed out, yeah. 
LJ Collier, the defensive end for the Seahawks four years ago. Bus. Haven Bryan, defensive tackle for the Jaguars. Same well, thing. Well, well, uh, uh, but uh, then you say Mike. Uh, I don't Harrison know, uh, Smith no, Harrison with the Smith Vikings. And, 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 and was there a, are a couple good names yeah, on here. Ben Grubbs, Patterson, Harrison Smith. Nick Mango. Ed yeah. Reed. Was Ed Reed? No, no, no Ed was picked earlier. Oh, oh, okay, so what was that? Is that God? But, but Ben and, Grubbs. And Naju- uh, David Najuko. Oh, so the, the tight end. Right, for the Browns. And, and so, uh, but man. It goes to show you, no matter where you picking, you gonna have hits, and but you gonna have a lot more misses. I'm just telling you, it's a lot of misses. That's a lot of misses uh, across the board when you go back throughout the years. But man, if you could hook up with a Mangold or even a Ben Grubbs, who was a good player, not only with the Chiefs but with the Saints. Harrison Smith's been a really oh, well, good player no, no, but Mike, with the Vikings. But, but Gross, when he with the Ravens, that he was all pro. I mean, not a pro. I mean, a Pro Bowler, and then he was a Saints a Pro Bowler. Then and he no, got Big Grubbs was a good player no, in this he, league, and he got a little fat. And, yeah, uh, you know, and whatever. And so, uh, no, you're talking about Larry Wolford. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Larry yeah, Wolford. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the but, last five years don't look very good. Guys. But the yeah. last five years. Uh, now, we don't know enough about Cole Strange yet, who was the first-round pick of the Patriots. I know a lot of people thought he was a late second or early third-round pick, and the Patriots ended up picking him in round one. Bobby ended for us tonight. All right. Bon nuit, les Good night, people. Who that? Go Saints! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.